Enjoy the convenience of seven days a week banking and extended hours with Cube from First Arkansas Bank and Trust, member FDIC. the Eat My Catfish Studios, it's time for Arkansas's number one caller-driven sports show. It's Drive Time Time Sports Sports on the Buzz Radio Network with your hosts, Randy Rainwater and Rick Schaefer. Lock it in and get ready to dial us up. Drive Time Sports is on the air. Hour number two at Drive Time Sports on the Buzz Radio Network. Rick Schaefer standing by in northwest Arkansas. I'm Randy Rainwater from the capital city. And now, Trey Biddy is brought to you by Chris Crane Hyundai, Arkansas's number one Hyundai dealer. And Genesis of Conway, Arkansas's only Genesis dealer. Genesis of Conway, the future of luxury today. Now, here's Trey Biddy. Good afternoon, Trey. Good afternoon, Trey. Hey, guys. You're Second right. time always works with Trey. Always. That's interesting. I'm on a, He's on a different line than what I'm used to. So, that was the cause for the delay. Um, Trey, happy hunting, as it turned out. Now, I think there were only, what, two commitments... Over the weekend, an offensive lineman and a kicker from Hawaii. But Arkansas continues, at least you have the feeling they're continuing to fill their needs. And they are on, uh, I don't know if they are the lead for Tennessee transfer Addison Nichols. He's another offensive lineman. But it sure seems like Arkansas is headed at least in the right direction. You kind of feel like the right direction uh, in the uh, on uh, regards to the offensive line, really nice get number seven, I think, offensive tackle prospect in the in the transfer portal. Matt Shipley, uh, kicker from Hawaii. We weren't sure initially if he was going to be on scholarship, but obviously, you, know, you bring in a, a guy that was starting somewhere else, and um, you know, Arkansas obviously had a need for a field goal kicker. They've got Blake Ford and, you know, Vito Calvaruso, but this guy's proven. So uh, two needed additions. That gives them a couple of tackles right now. Uh, and Keyshawn Blackstock also. So, um, yeah, uh, you'd obviously love for them to, you know, fill up and fill up and, you know, <laughs> get going. But it is a bit of a marathon with the transfer portal. And, you know, a lot of people are looking at what other schools have, Missouri and, and Ole Miss and, you know, what they're bringing in and stuff. But it's – it's a long road, um, you know, with this cycle, and this is generally has been more of a guys leaving time period. You know, I don't I don't remember it like being so much like this as far as so many commitments quite at this stage, um, you know, out of the transfer portal. But it's um, I guess that's what's happening now. Uh, you know, I don't you don't really ever know what to fully expect, I guess, with the transfer portal. But there's some big fish still out there that Arkansas is waiting on. There's another 
window coming up. We have hit the dead period uh, as of today, so no more visitation face-to-face until, I believe, January 3rd, I think, is the next time uh, it opens up, and there'll be uh, a lot more activity at that time as well. You mentioned multiple decisions. One area, I know Rick's favorite school that he wants to get transfers from is Georgia. Yeah. What is the status concerning the linebacker position, Trey? Yeah, I think um, Xavier uh, Sorry, I think we probably could see him maybe waiting a little bit. I don't know that that's a good sign for Arkansas since they just had him on campus, but uh, all indications are things still look, you know, pretty good there. So uh, we'll just wait and see how it plays out. I know a lot of people like, um, you know, panic when Arkansas doesn't get a guy here and there, but the truth is sometimes that, you know, maybe they don't want a guy as quite as much as you think, or maybe they want a guy but aren't willing to fight a battle that's going on with them, you know, in terms of um, in terms of NIL money and stuff. Sometimes, uh, you know, I think there's a, a bit of a misunderstanding about what Arkansas has in the trans, you know, in, in NIL money. Arkansas is actually very competitive when it comes to NIL. They were last year too, despite you know a narrative that uh, they were just falling way behind. Like they're they're pretty well up there, and you know, I would point to just certain players like what do you think what do you think a guy like Landon Jackson costs to keep him from going to the NFL or entering the transfer portal or what do you think Dwight McLaughlin costs last year what do you think Jalen Braxton's worth or Luke has is worth or you know some of the, some of the other players getting Trajan Jeffcoat in last year bringing Jaheim Thomas in last year um, you know being at the table with some of the guys that they're at the table with right now so you know Arkansas is actually more competitive than a lot of people think but Nobody really, to my knowledge, is dealing with a bottomless pit. And some guys, you know, may have more value at other schools, and and Arkansas just kind of has to choose to or not to fight the the battles. Um, You know, I was talking with Danny earlier today, and, you know, I think that's also true that, you know, the four and eight record that Arkansas had is going to impact them. You know, it just is. Money speaks very loud, but, you know, people look at that. And, you know, I think Arkansas did a good job of. You know, the Bobby Petrino hire certainly changed the narrative a little bit in this offseason. It would have been extremely toxic no matter what happened mm-hmm. uh, had that not happened. But you got to keep the momentum going, and this is the time to do it with, with landing some big transfers. And there's plenty of names still out there. There's a few guys that have decided to go elsewhere, and Arkansas has gotten some. But, um, you know, we'll see how things – you know, I wouldn't – I wouldn't jump to grade this class before Arkansas's sitting at 85, and there's still players that are on this roster that need to go. I mean, they're, I've got them at 83 scholarship players right now. 85 is the maximum, and that's not enough room for what they need. So when does that 85 become, I guess you can say, applicable? Is it when school starts in January? Is that when the 85 number becomes real? I would say it becomes real when I would say you can't have over eighty five. At any you know, point, when, yeah. When school starts in January. There doesn't need to be eighty five people on scholarship, and you know, or more than eighty five on scholarship in January. Right. Now, you know, when you then when you get to August, there doesn't need to be more than eighty five. So no, never more than eighty five, no matter what happens. Right. Uh, and just you know, a guy that you know is committed to Arkansas, who you know, has signed or, or hasn't signed. And, you know, until he enrolls, you know, his scholarship doesn't go into effect. 
So again, you're saying so eighty three in the summer. Then yeah, you, you're saying right now at eighty three, then Arkansas could add five, six, okay. seven, whatever me, it may be, but it has to clean itself up or correct itself before school starts. Right, Arkansas can be at Arkansas can be at ninety. You know, okay, yeah. It's just when they it's just when they enroll. My number that I'm accounting for eighty three is the number based on if nothing else were to change, everybody who's committed signs, everybody who has eligibility and hasn't said anything else comes back, and players who said they come back are coming back. When August hits, that's my number. It's based on twenty twenty four when the season starts. I meant to ask this very moment. I meant to ask you on one in particular from the offensive line. Brady Latham, has he made it known that he's returning? He has not. I've heard whispers that he will uh, maybe try his hand in the NFL um, and try to get drafted, but nothing has been made official on that. And he right now is one of the but 83. I'm, I'm ex- that's, what I'm, that's what I'm thinking he's going to do. Yeah. yeah, right now he's counting as the 83. Until they say otherwise, I'm counting him. Gotcha. Gotcha. Okay, from our Southern Structural Solutions Buzz text line, this from the 870. Trey, I listened to a podcast this past week, and they were talking about favoritism. Was there favoritism this past year on the football team? Favoritism. Boy, I hope so. I mean, you got to treat everybody <laughs> the best players. Right? <laughs> Play the best yeah. players. I hope so. You know, I hear narratives like that, like somebody plays because coach likes and they don't like that guy and stuff. That's just a bunch of – that's so ridiculous. This is not junior high football. This is people's jobs on the line. Somebody's not going to play somebody just because they like them a little better. Now, they may have guys that have attitude issues and need to sit and be disciplined and stuff, and that's just part of college football. But the idea that a coach would play somebody and sit a guy who's a stud – uh, because he doesn't like him as much, is just ridiculous. And if that's happening, then um, the whole staff, anybody involved with that, should be fired immediately. I can't believe a head coach would let that happen unless the head coach is directing it to happen. But still, you're right. Well, yeah, yeah, and why would you? I mean, yeah, you're, you're, yeah, you're going to win. Chopping block. you got to win. Right. Yeah, that makes sense. It's, this is just stuff that people come up with at the coffee shop, and, you know, there's no football game to talk about, so we talk about these kind of things. <laughs> All right. With all kinds of conspiracies. Let's talk with uh, Justin. Justin, good afternoon. You have a question or comment for Trey? Hey, guys. I absolutely have a question for Trey. Um, Morell White opened his commitment from Ole Miss. He was previously committed to to the Hogs before flipping. Do you have any idea what what that might mean? And I'll take the answer off the air. Thanks, guys. Yeah, I don't. I don't know that that makes any movement for Arkansas or, or not. To be honest, at this point, um, yeah, I don't know if that makes any movement. I, he's so he's. I mean, last I saw, he was like committed to Ole Miss still. So he's opened it up, or he's still he committed was, to Ole Miss. He was suggesting options. He, he he said he was he reopened his commit. You know, and yeah, we know how that works. We have to see guys that re. Open their they at were. Arkansas, and that doesn't mean they're not necessarily going, but they're probably looking at other schools too. Yeah. So maybe he's still listed he as a commitment to Ole Miss on his profile. Just look it up. So, but maybe yeah, maybe exploring the idea, looking around some. Who knows? 
All right, Trey, this from um, our Southern Structural Solutions buzz text line. This says, ask Trey how our football program is compared to Ole Miss on paper. Well, I mean, Ole Miss has won 10 games two of the last three years and won eight in between that, and Arkansas is won nine and four and then uh, uh, seven and six and four and eight, so not too good. <laughs> uh, Ole Miss has won two of the last three. They split, I guess, overall, right? Two and two overall in the head-to-head, but I, mean, I don't think there's any question Ole Miss is um, – you know, done much better than Arkansas has the last in the last couple of years. I, I will say, at the same time, um, you know, Pittman took over a bigger challenge than Lane Kiffin. But you know, even throwing that out the window, Kiffin has done a better job at Ole Miss than than Arkansas uh, than Pittman has done at Arkansas so far. And they are. I don't know. If it, I don't know who would dispute that. And I think Trey, they are racking up right now in the transfer portal yeah. ball appearances. Kiffin has always been. Kiffin is kind of like Musselman in, in a way, in terms of being ahead of the curve in the transfer portal. He was taking a ton of guys out of there. You know, last year Arkansas took a ton. The year before that, Ole Miss was the first school that I remember that just like, wow, that's a ton of transfers, and it's it's benefited them. They did it the same thing last year, and they're doing it this year, and they've got some some big name additions. There's no question. I mean, what they're doing in the transfer now, their recruiting class is pretty. You know pretty on a par with what Arkansas is, the high school recruiting class. But what they've done in the transfer portal is uh, definitely impressive. It's not it's not just like because Ole Miss has all this money, but they're also attractive. Lane Kiffin has made that school attractive. All right, I've got multiple questions from the 870 by way of our Southern Structural Solutions. Buzz text line asked if he thinks Arch Manning will leave Texas and what, and what he consider Arkansas and would take him? Well, I don't know that he would. I mean, Arkansas wasn't in the mix for him, you know. Uh, I don't think that he'll leave Texas, no. I mean, what, Quinn Ears is going to be there for another year, maybe? Yes. Yeah. Um, from what I understand, Arch has a pretty impressive NIL deal with Texas. I think he's just going to be next in line. Three. I wouldn't expect, I wouldn't expect that. Three million is what the talk is all right texas recruiting is in the top 10 or top five it's not only nil or transfer portal and with texas and oklahoma and the sec soon arkansas is going to be in trouble not to mention a&m getting hurt by them joining the sec arkansas is going to be in trouble suddenly well i guess the fact it, that, how bad is it going to get yeah that texas <laughs> is about to enter into the sec are we, are we going to be able to play football games still? I mean, what's, I think they're going to let Arkansas play. Yeah, yeah. If this has been the last ten years, and then now Texas and Oklahoma join, is going to be some real trouble. Then <laughs> I don't know. I don't know, guys. Yeah, just send me the money. That's all. Don't worry about everything else. Just send me the money. Uh, let's see. This from Drew and Little Rock. He says. Uh, we all know he is looking for another 700 for a year. We're not going to pay that. Ask Trey if he'd like to say that it's 100% a mistake talking about KJ. Not paying? Right. 
Um, I don't. I, I kind of think it's time just to reshuffle the deck a little bit when it comes to that. Um, I just. I think it's. I think. It, I don't think it's the worst idea um, to kind of start over in a in a way there. Um, KJ was making more than that. First of all, secondly. Um, you know, they just didn't get great play out of him last year. Now, who knows how things might have turned out if Kendall Bryles was still here. I still think they would have had real struggles on the offensive line, but maybe they would have built a little bit more momentum early on, um, you know, with a more familiar offense. But, uh, you know, KJ wasn't a good fit for the change. And, you know, I, I kind of felt like a little bit, you know, his body language and, you know, just how he was kind of carrying himself a little bit and some of the things – you know, we saw on the field just kind of made me think, you know, and I'll remember KJ fondly, but I think that it was just kind of time to move on. And, you know, same with Rocket. Rocket carries a big price tag, too. And, um, you know, there were, he didn't play very much last year. He certainly didn't, you know, and injuries are, are part of the game, you know, and I'm not saying that he could have played when, you know, he didn't sometimes because I don't know the whole story, but to me, it's time to shuffle the deck, get some new blood in there. Um, you know, you got a new offensive coordinator and, you know, kind of don't go down with the same things that you've been doing uh, that got you in trouble this past year. That's my opinion. Uh, this from our Southern Structural Solutions Buzz text line. This from the 501, I believe. Breaking four-star wide receiver Norrell White has decommitted from Ole Miss. Okay. I guess it probably just hasn't been updated on his profile yet. Uh, let's see. Uh, Snowman wants to know. Proud alumni, Snowman. Please ask Trey if he thinks we have the right personnel coaches to play in the transfer portal like Ole Miss. Must seems to have that figured out if they have the right coaches that know how to work it is that what yeah. you mean yes but now they're not involved in that are they the coaches yeah i'm not i'm not fully understanding the question well no it does i mean he's asking does arkansas have the personnel coaches to play in the transfer portal or i mean the uh nil transfer portal combination I'm more confused now. Okay. Never <laughs> Maybe mind. we need to start over. Never mind. Maybe we start over and rephrase. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I'll ask this one instead. Brenda wants... Rick, did you understand did you understand what he's asking? Well, not quite, but it's okay. <laughs> okay, I'll I'll have to find I was asking something about Arkansas coaches being um, Yeah. I'll I'll have to find it again. Find it again. Yeah. Because I have a lot of them I'm trying to catch up on. Oh, there it is. Snowman. Okay, he says, Ask Trey if he thinks we have the right personnel, coaches, to play in the transfer mm. portal like Ole Miss. Must seems to have that figured out. Okay. So, in other words, the Arkansas football coaches, astute enough in the NIL working mm -hmm. with their cooperative to lay out what's necessary to get good players here. I think that's what he's asking. Well, I think they've done it in the past. I mean, Drew Sanders didn't just fall in here. Um, you know, the players that they brought in so far, 
uh, I'm sure there's going to be always be, you know, issues here and there where you're just like, oh, man, like, why didn't they go after, you know, the UT Martin back earlier? Why, you know, and maybe they had their reasons. Maybe they had, you know, different players in mind. Who knows? But, um, no, it seems to me that they, you know, they're going after the right personnel. They're not always getting them or they're not always getting them to visit. But uh, I don't I don't know that that's a problem per se. All right, try this uh, from the Gulf. I don't Coast. know. I'll, I want to say this too. I don't know if I would compare, say, like they're on a par with with what Musselman has done. I mean, Musselman is he he's been doing it for years. He was always on top of it. It doesn't seem like anything gets past him. And he's the master. That's pretty rare overall. He is the master of the transfer portal. Mark on the Gulf Coast says, Trey, what is the latest on Courtney Crutchfield? My understanding, he will select tomorrow. Well, everybody seems to be saying Missouri. So that's what Danny thinks. That's what anybody who's commented on <laughs> thinks that he's going to Missouri. So that's what I'm expecting him to do. Um, I also thought Doriel Green Beckham was going to Arkansas um, up until he put on the Missouri hat, or well, a little bit before that when I'd heard. But uh, so maybe maybe he's throwing everybody a curveball. But I'm thinking Missouri. All right, Brenda says, I have a silly question that's probably been asked and asked and answered before. Why does KJ want to leave? Well, that's too silly for me to answer. <laughs> you know, I, I think it's probably in a way – here's what I know about KJ. He wanted to go pro after this year. This was his last ride. You look at his message last year that he put out. Um, you know, come back to Fayetteville for one more year. Do it one more time. That was the language. And, you know, I don't think that Arkansas was willing to pay the same price tag for KJ. I think they also was a desire to shovel things around, as I've said. And so that's ultimately what it is. He's got an opportunity to go make some money and probably needs to take advantage of that. All right, Trey, we will talk with you tomorrow. That's Trey Media of HogSports.com. Confidence starts with loving who you are. And when your skin feels nourished and glows on the outside, you naturally radiate confidence from the inside. Give your skin a glow up with Osea's clinically proven Mega Moisture Duo. This ultra-hydrating body care features two of Osea's bestsellers, Andaria Algae Body Oil and Andaria Collagen Body Lotion. These seaweed-powered heroes use skincare-level ingredients normally reserved for your face for results you can see and confidence you can feel. Osea has been making clean, clinically proven seaweed-infused face and body care products for over 28 years. This luxurious skincare is vegan, cruelty-free, and climate-neutral certified, so you never have to choose between your values and your best skin. Glow from the inside out. Get 10% off your first order with code GLOW at OseaMalibu.com. That's O-S-E-A Malibu.com, code GLOW. I'm being brought to you by Chris Crane Hyundai. Westmore every day from 10 to 1. Live from the Oakwan Racing Casino Resort Studios on 103.7 The Buzz. When you do something for over 45 years, you get really good at it. Like Roger here. He's been raking leaves for over 45 years. With a twist of his trusty rake, he can shape a pile of leaves into a grizzly bear catching salmon, a one-fifth scale of Mount Rushmore, Whoa. even a working international space station. Stunning detail, Roger.
We're a lot like Roger raking leaves, except we do it with insurance. Williamson Insurance, protecting your business and your family for over 45 years. Once again this year, the Buzz is proud to bring you college football talk with Mark May every Thursday morning on Morning Mayhem. Brought to you by Edwards Food Giant, The Meat People, and by Dugan's Pub, located in the River Market. Mark will break down the week's biggest games and discuss who will win and why they'll win. It's finally that magical time of year. The year-end closeout at Guatney Chevrolet. If a brand new SUV is on your Christmas list, now's the time to buy. Get up to $3,500 off a 2024 Chevy Equinox when you buy before December 31st. SUVs not your style? No problem. If you wish you could see a pickup truck under your tree, we have you covered. Get up to $10,000 off a 2024 Chevrolet Silverado this month only. Plus, buy at Guatney Chevrolet this month and you'll make zero payments for four months. That's right, you get to keep those savings for all your holiday shopping. If you want a fantastic deal on a new SUV or truck, you don't want to miss the year-end closeout at Guatney Chevrolet, Arkansas's number one Chevy dealer. Come see us at 1301 TP White Drive in Jacksonville or visit GuatneyChevrolet.com to learn more. Chevrolet, together, let's drive. Stacked Commercial Truck and Trailer has five service trucks available providing you on-site service to get you back on the road. If that doesn't do it, Stacked has a new state-of-the-art 13-bay shop for service and repair on all Class A trucks, trailers, RVs, light and medium-duty commercial vehicles, tires, brakes, AC, engine repair, transmissions, differentials, and driveline repair. Stacked Commercial Truck and Trailer Repair. Get stacked two miles off 530 exit 34 in White. The season of giving is here. Luckily, Santa has a new tool this year. From John Deere Apparel, toys, tools, and more. GoGreenway.com has something green for everyone under the tree. No sled needed. Our elves will ship these gifts directly to your door. Cross off your Christmas list today at GoGreenway.com. Greenway Equipment wishes you and your family a very Merry Christmas and a Happy New Year. It's the season for giving, and Saracen makes it special this December. Play to win an incredible Mercedes-Benz CLS 450 from Mercedes-Benz of Little Rock. With an alluring look of luxury, the CLS 450 is a top-of-the-line Mercedes, and it can be yours just for playing at Saracen. Only 40 minutes away, Saracen Casino is Little Rock's closest place to play and win the Mercedes-Benz of your dreams. Saracen Casino Resort, Vegas, Arkansas-style. Gambling problem? Call 800-FOXY-2-4700. Live from the Eat My Catfish Studios, you feed your crave for sports by listening to Drive Time Sports. Much like you feed your crave at any of the seven Eat My Catfish locations. You've got Drive Time Sports locked in on the Buzz Radio Network. Here is Randy Rainwater. Welcome back to Drive Time Sports and the Buzz Radio Network. Rick Schaefer, I'm Randy Rainwater. In a moment, we'll be joined by Landon Leach. It's that QB time. But first, I want to talk to you about Robert Irwin Jewelers. Ho, ho, ho. If that's the noise that you're hearing, the sound that you're hearing from Robert Irwin Jewelers is because this is Santa's headquarters. They have got some diamond earrings. They start at $399. $399. And they've also got some designer engagement rings at great prices and available at every 
budget. In fact, you can buy with confidence with RIJ. Over 46 years in business. And they offer long-term financing available. Take up to 60 months to pay. 0% interest financing and no credit check financing. Robert Urban Jewelers has all the new jewelry trends guaranteed to add that little sparkle this holiday season. Now open on Sunday through Christmas. That's Robert Irwin Jewelers. And you can find that at uh, the McKay Mall in North Little Rock and the new location off Cantrell Road and Pleasant Ridge Shopping Center next to the Fresh Market. Or you can also just go online, rijewelers.com. We are anticipating also, Landon, you'll get an opportunity to share the coach, and that is Coach Paul Simmons. So hopefully we'll hear from Coach Paul Simmons. He said the line was tied up a moment ago. So, Paul, if you're listening, uh, please try again because we do have open lines for you. So we look forward to hearing from Coach Paul Simmons. Is that not crazy winning a national championship? How about that? Uh, and I tell you what, I, I watched a lot of that game uh, really till it got out of hand and uh, just very, very impressed at how well coached they were. Uh, you know, guys in position offensively, defensively, uh, really impressed with a couple plays early on with their defense, keeping their, you know, outside shoulder uh, away so that they could get off the block and make the play, you know, when there appeared to be some room outside. Uh, just a, a very, very well-coached football team. Yeah, very well-coached. And they use Rick's favorite offense. They use that good old yep. flex ball. I like that. <laughs> yep. Mm-hmm. In fact, here is the championship coach of the – Harding Bison, Paul Simmons, not a stranger to drive time sports. All right, Paul, has it sunk in yet? I, I tell you what, it, it, it still does not seem real. I really just uh, keep on thinking they're going to throw a late flag and they're going to change their mind. And uh, I mean, I really, I just, uh, my kids are so tired of me saying, man, this is crazy. This is crazy. <laughs> this, this is crazy. No, it's, it still is it is like a dream. It's very surreal. The execution. I go back to execution. Landon was talking a moment ago about the defense, keeping their outside shoulder open so they can maintain the edge or make the play. Uh, another thing, I don't think you – did you have one, just one offensive penalty, particularly false start, you may have had to delay a game. That might be the I, I'm I'm trying to remember, but Paul, that was almost. I'm gonna tell you this. I'm gonna, I really I really do in my mind. I can think of one false start this season. This season. This season. This season. They they have just. You know, I mean, we've had an occasional holding call on the perimeter, but then they have just executed at such an unbelievable level. Uh, we, you know, we, we had, and we, you know, the big deal is we had one fumble in four playoff games. Yep. We lost 11 fumbles in, in 15 football games. And, and we play a style of offense that, you know, that's how you defeat it. I mean, we're, we're, we're pitching the ball, we're exchanging the ball, there's a decision made every single play. Taking care of the ball is, is paramount, and it also is really, really, really hard to do. But I'm, I'm, I'm going to tell you now this, I believe this, and I don't want this just out there, 
But I really do believe that I have the best collection of, of men coaching our guys anywhere in the country. I believe that. And they do their job at such a high level. So many things that we do are, are different than the rest of the college world. And one of the ones is, is we, we don't even meet as a staff. You know, my guy, we work together on Sunday afternoon. We have a meeting that lasts 20 minutes, if that long. That's our only staff meeting all week, all together. Wow. And I just have guys that they understand their role and they do it at a really, really high level. And, man, to, to see the guys execute and to see the hard work really, really pay off. And, uh, obviously, it requires great, great buy-in from our players. But, yeah, Saturday was a beautiful culmination of, of, of a lot of really, really hard work, and it was a blessing. Wow. One penalty outside of maybe a random hole here or there. But that... Okay, Rick, that definitely applies for the term unbelievable because yeah. I don't One believe it. a week for the staff? I've, I've never heard of that. Yeah, and again, it goes back to, as I was saying before, Coach got on there. And first off, congratulations, Coach. Uh, very impressive. Uh, very proud. Absolutely. Uh, and I love your offense. I love it. <laughs> but uh, it, it goes back to what I was saying, just uh, just watching the ball game. I was very impressed at how well coached y'all were, uh, how disciplined y'all were in every area of the, of the game. Uh, and I tell you what I was most impressed of with on offense was, uh, you know, it's something Coach Malzon used to do. And, and uh, you know, I know y'all popped the, the fullback dive early uh, on the first play, I believe. But I really liked how uh, y'all continued to get to the edge, get to the edge, get to the edge until they finally adjusted to it. And then you started hitting them in the mouth up front again and, and getting that work in the middle again. So a uh, very, very well, impressive job. Yeah, I appreciate it. And, and, and that's the whole nature of that offense. That's why you have to be so unselfish because, you know, we, we just take whatever they give us. I mean, Kenny Wheaton is a master at, at figuring out what they're going to give you. And, and, you know, one day, hey, it may be a D-back day, and it was a D-back day Saturday. That's our fullback. You know, it, uh, based on how they're defending us, that's what we're, we're going to have. You know, and, and some days, you know, the fullback, he might go 200 yards. Mm-hmm. And the next week, he might go 30 yards. Uh, but, but our slots might go crazy, you know. That's why, you know, you, you cannot have any uh, ego guys on your team. It's got to be about team. And, you know, um, it, yeah, it's about system as far as the flex bone. But it, it, the flex bone is just a fantastic extension of who we want to be, um, what, what we want our culture to be. You know, it is, it is a perfect fit because it requires great discipline. We want to have discipline young men. It requires great, great toughness. We want to have tough men, tough men way beyond the football field. It requires a bunch of guys that are really selfless. You know, you, you've got to really, really care most about the team and about women than, than your own stats. And we want guys that, that live that way, way after football. We want to have guys that live for their family, live for the ones around them. And so, man, when Coach Huck, made the move from being a four and five wide air raid team to this and that's part of what he said he said i i, I want to do something that matches who we want to be uh with our culture and he also said i am tired of watching overweight big o-linemen go backwards and pass that <laughs> i want to give the hammer back to the o-line and uh you know that that's that's the deal. Those guys Saturday, their D-line, they were not prepared for what was coming. They were long and lean and pass rush guys. 
And man, they they did not want any of that flat back O line coming at them. And it, and, and you know that was evident the first drive. The first drive, it was evident that it was going to be a really good thing for our offense because they just they weren't ready. And uh, three days is not enough time to get ready. It's really not. Paul, I I didn't recognize the coach uh, for Harding at the end of the first quarter when you were visiting with the television reporter. I've never seen you that giddy before. Well, and, I, and, I, and I'll tell you why. It, it really it was because I was just so happy that our young men that that really, you know, they play in the shadow of bigger schools and Division One, and and they kind of. Uh, you know, they just don't ever get really the attention that they deserve. How hard they work! I was just so excited to see them getting to play well on national TV. But more important than that, in front of seven or eight thousand Bison fans from all over the country, to be able to do their thing at a high level and do it in front of people that we love. Oh man, I'm telling you, I'm still, I'm so, I'm so, so, so proud because I'm always say this, if people just knew, if they knew our kids, if they knew what they were like, if they knew um, how hard they worked and the way they loved each other and how accountable they are, I'm telling you, we have amazing kids and they they deserve all the good things. They deserve it. And so to, 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 to be in that moment and then feel them playing so hard for each other and for, for others to see it and experience it, man, I was... Uh, I was nervous, but man, I was on fire. It was so fun. <laughs> and I tell you, there's there's no better example than that. I don't believe than uh, probably your uh, would you call him your V-back, V-back. Uh They mentioned on the the cast Blake. that uh, that y'all were trying to find him some more money, and he said no. I, he said you know spread that to someone else that needs it. So that shows the kind of kids he's and character you got. Kid. Yeah, he, and, and here's the deal, you know. If you want to have that kind of a team, that kind of work ethic, character, passion, accountability, you know, what you speak into them, what you surround them with, what you model to them, that matters. It certainly matters. But, man, what matters way more than that is who are you recruiting? Who are you recruiting? If you if you think you're going to bring in a selfish kid and put him in your culture and change him, that's crazy. You know, if you want to have elite young men, you got to go recruit recruit elite young men. I promise you that if I call a coach, coach, I've got your prospect list. You've got nine guys here. You tell me that they're all great kids. Coach, I'm looking for one. Give me one. Give me the kid who is the best leader in your school. Give me the one who is the kindest to the lady who is who's mopping the floor. Who who is the one that reaches out to that little boy or girl in school who has no friends? You you give me that elite young man that can also play. That's that's who that's who we want. And if you if you want to have an elite culture, you got to go you got to go find elite special kids, and and we have done that. You know we've and we don't always get it right. We we miss sometimes, but we have tried really really hard to find young men that are special. If you came to a prospect camp at our at Harding, instead of a, a meat market, we're going to weigh you, time you, bench press, get you out of here. The first thirty minutes is me talking to them, describing. This is who we are. This is our focus. We're going to honor God. We're going to graduate young men. We're going to sit on the front row. We're going to have a humble spirit. We are looking for young men that are special, that want to be part of something special, guys that are awesome teammates. Well, what does that mean? 
Well, if I'm an awesome teammate, that means I make Harding better the day I get here with the way I work, the way I speak, the way I encourage, the way I take coaching, the way I the way I treat people. You know, Harding gets better the day you get here. That's what it means to be a great teammate. And and that's what we that's what we're after. We've been after that, and and that's that's how we win week fifteen because we have young men that are special. Paul, can you hang on one more segment? Paul, can you hang on one more segment? Uh, Absolutely. Hang tight, Paul. Paul Simmons, head coach of the National Champion Bison of Harding University. Premier basketball recruiting analyst each Friday on Drive Time Sports. Brought to you by Fence Brokers. Fence Brokers, going the extra mile. Greatness doesn't happen overnight. It takes time. Focus dedication. At Shelter Insurance, we understand that because we put in the hard work and dedication for decades. And that commitment has paid off with award-winning customer service for your auto, home, and life insurance. See shelter agents Monica Reiners or Brian Cress in North Little Rock or Jamie Marsh in Little Rock. Fletcher Dodge wants you to have a Merry Christmas, so we're giving you a free gift with every new vehicle purchased. Buy now, make no payments for 90 days. Every new 2023 must go. It's our year-end clearance sale. Save up to $13,000 on all new Ram Eco Diesels and up to 20% off new Ram 1500 Classic models and 10% off every new Ram Heavy Duty 2023 and 2024 models. Plus, you'll get a free gift from under our Christmas tree. You can get that new Dodge Chrysler Jeep or Ram that you've been waiting for and save your cash for the holidays. Drive home today and make no payments till next year. It's the best time to buy a new Ram. Get a free gift with every new vehicle purchased and make no payments for 90 days. At Fletcher Dodge, you'll always get the best price and the lowest finance rate and more for your trade. And we promise you a hassle-free buying experience. Shop Fletcher Dodge in Sherwood before you buy anywhere else. Come see us in person at Fletcher Dodge on Warden Road in Sherwood or shop online at FletcherDeals.com. Did you know Arch Marine is the kayak leader in Central Arkansas? Right now, get 20% off all feel-free kayaks. All the prices are falling on kayaks this month. Don't forget, we repair ATVs. Your granddaddy trusted Arch Marine, and so can you. Hey, it's Howie at Robert Owen Jewelers, and I've got great gift ideas for anybody's budget, like diamond cross pendants starting at only $99. Free financing, bigger, brighter diamonds, better prices. Robert Owen Jewelers, five locations or online at rijewelers.com. Is your heating system ready for winter? Middleton Heat and Air is here to keep your family safe and warm through even the coldest Arkansas winter. Schedule a safety check for your system before it gets cold. Our experts also offer free estimates on replacements with no overtime rates from 8 to 8, even on weekends. See why we're the most trusted name for HVAC in the state. Call Middleton today at 501-835-9994. This is Pat Bradley for River City Flooring, where you can pick your payment. Get 0% interest for 12, 24, or 36 months. And River City Flooring in Maumel is where you'll save 50% on all in-stock waterproof LVP flooring. And did you know River City Flooring carries cabinets? So stop in and let my friends at River City Flooring help you with your remodel. Kitchen, bath, living, dining, they do it all. Check out River City Flooring in Maumel at their huge new showroom on Maumel Boulevard just off 430. Now, back to Drive Time Sports. Live from the Eat My Catfish studios. Eat fresh, eat local, eat my catfish. You're safe at home with Drive Time Sports on the Buzz Radio Network. 
Well, this past weekend, Champions for Kids had a heck of an event on Saturday night. You know who brought the hors d'oeuvres, who catered it, and did just another masterful job? Tacos for Life. You know what that tells you? Tacos for Life is an A-plus catering service. If you're looking to cater a party of, say, 12 at home, you want to watch a big game, pre-Christmas party, post-Christmas party, New Year's party, 12, any kind of a larger number as well, they can handle it, and they will do an absolutely superb job of catering your event. Consider that. Consider Tacos for Life when you're considering catering. Now, when you're considering gift ideas, it's last minute now. How about that $25 gift certificate from Tacos for Life where you get an extra $10 to use yourself? That's a heck of a deal. $35 for $25. You've got to consider that. And then while you're eating that delicious meal of Tacos for Life, don't forget, right now, your kids can eat the good taco meal, kids meal, for $0.29. Cents. A lot of great things going on at Tacos for Life. And that's Rick Schaefer along with Landon Leach. It's QB time. I'm Randy Rainwater. Joined again by the head coach of the Harding University Bison, the new national D2 champion. And, Coach, I'll I'll ask this in conjunction with, um, uh, if you remember, at the Sonic Air Raid, we were talking with you about this upcoming season, and there was a gleam in your eye that kind of led you to believe that this could be a, you believe this could be a special season. So I'll ask this question in conjunction with that. Uh, can you please ask Coach, when did he think early in the year in spring practice or in the summer, when did Coach think he had a real contender team that every coach usually has thought in their head when they see them in practice? I want to know when Coach thought he might have a championship team on his hands. <laughs> I tell you, that's a that's a great question. Um, but I, you know, I, I knew I knew back in spring ball that that we had a uh, a really talented group. You know, probably what has separated this group uh, from from others is just how many elite leaders we've really had. Uh, I've said this several times. I really, you know, most years you've got one or two guys on your team that are the alpha, that are the leader the no-doubt guy. I really do think that we have about 20 guys on this team this fall that in most years would be the man as far as the leadership and the, the, the you know, the passion and the kind of the go-to warrior. We've got so many of those guys and we got them all here at the same time. And, um, you know, that, that we're, we're, we're talented now. I don't want to overlook that. We, we are really talented and we're really deep. But we really had great leadership, but we had great buy-in. Um, you know, we the, our culture these days, it just does not allow room uh, for a young man to be a great player but not not get his way. Well, my point is this, Dre Hall, Dre Hall's, you know, he, he might be the best in the league. I mean, uh, a great, great player. But he didn't start for us until week 12. Hmm. And he, he, he was not, not what he wanted. But he recognized that, you know, my job is to, to figure out my role and do it the best of my ability and be a great teammate. Well, that's just not happening in many places. Most places, that guy is unhappy. He's going to the portal. He's, and we, it's the opposite here. You know, I mean, day one for us, it's not about you. And I tell the guys all the time, look, guys, I, I want a team full of guys that want to be starters. I don't want anybody happy to be second or third string. But 
it's about us. It's about us. It's about us. So much so that if we win a big ball game, but your body language suggests that you're not thrilled with the role that you have, you can go to the house. You can go somewhere else. I'm not, we're not having that. I'm not putting up with, with entitlement or guys disappointed in their role. I mean, you come off and you ask me about how many carries you're getting or how much you're playing, you can go somewhere else. I mean, it's not about you, it's about us. And, and I'm the same way. I got to put myself in, you know, in that same boat. I mean, it's not about me. It's way bigger than me. Uh, but that, that message does not fly these days. You know, the message we give these kids these days is you got to take care of yourself. Do what's best for you. You got to do you. That's not it. That's not it. You got to do what's best for your family and those that are around you. You lead by serving. Um, but that's pretty unpopular these days. And it's hard to find kids that really want that. It's hard to find parents that will embrace that. But we're looking hard for them. Yeah, great, great point there. Uh, this from uh, Savage. He said, could you ask Coach about the three kids from Cabot? Tell him congratulations to the national championship from Savage. Savage, oh, by the way, is from Cabot. You know, our, 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 our Cabot threes are fantastic. Obviously, Brad Day is, uh, is an elite talent. Um, you know, he was great all season, great in the playoffs. He's, he's brought kick for us. He returned to Giant, kick off a turn against the Royal Ryan. Uh, you know, he was he was huge. Saturday, he's a great player. Um, Jose Lopez is a, is a D lineman and, and uh, going to be a really good player, but we just moved him to, to center. Uh, we we lost our, our our starting center was a senior was a was a great player and and Justin Sobsack you know Justin Sobsack was he's six five and a half the end and redshirted last year and then and then we had a small role this year because our you know our four the ends in front of him are elite elite guys but Justin's going to be a great player we love all those guys they you know coming from Cabot High School and Coach Reed you know you're going to know how to work you're going to know what it means to be a great teammate. And we have had a long pipeline of Cabot guys here because forever their offense was so similar to our offense uh, under Coach Malham there. And, um, you know, those those guys are great fits for us. So the answer to your question about the Cabot three, we love them. They're fantastic. Great futures ahead of them for all of them. Paul, what is Braden's 40 speed? I mean, he, he can fly. You know, Braden glides. Braden's a little bit like, to me, he's a little bit like Matt Jones, you know, in, in that, um, you know, you think uh, he's faster than he looks. Yeah. Okay, he, cause he's so smooth and he just glides. Guys take bad angles and then he's by them. You know, I would think that, you know, I don't know, he's a he's a 4-5 four, guy, 4-4 four, four guy. I don't know, he, he's fast. You know, he's, he's track fast. I mean, he certainly is. You know, he is not, he didn't time the fastest guy on our team, but he is on the very short list. Um, and he, and he, he also is a great teammate. I mean, he is loved by his teammates. He is very selfless. Uh, he is all about team. Um, and he's going to be really, really successful at whatever happens once he's through playing football. He's a special kid, comes from a great family. You know, his dad was a long time D line coach there at the cabinet, and they're just, uh, he gave me a mini heart attack the other day when he let the ball go at about the six-inch line on the other side of the goal line. It was in the end zone. But rascal, do that a little well, bit they, deeper in they, the end when zone. They, 
Yeah, when they reviewed that, I mean, I got sick. I didn't see it happen, <laughs> but you know, I, when they reviewed it, there was nothing else to review. And you know, you usually, you know, they're not going to stop the game to review it unless they thought it was, you know, turned loose too soon. That could have been a giant momentum play, but um, you know, he hadn't made many mistakes this year. I mean, he's he's, he's been <laughs> he's been really excellent. He's been excellent for us. Scared me to death. I'm sure it scared you to death. All right, uh, this one. Uh, Ask Coach Simmons to tell you why he thought he almost blew the game for his players after that first defensive drive. He told this story on the morning show, and it's a very good story. Well, I tell you, you know, we, you know, we, we are very regimented. All Friday routine, uh, we're locked in. We're no distractions. We're in the hotel. It's almost always just us. Our evening meetings are really, really important. But this past Monday, I walked in. And there was a meeting going on in the AD's office, and they, they were planning this giant Friday night get-together in Dallas. You know, people coming from all over the country and the bands and this whole thing. And I walked in, and I'm sitting there listening to them. And I said, so you're, you're not, you're not going to be anywhere close to the hotel? I said, you're telling me all these old Bison Warriors that I love dearly are going to be here for the game, and, and I won't even see them. I said, should we not? have a reunion at the hotel and get everybody in the same room and just love on each other. And, and well, so that's the week. So yeah, let's do it. So then reunion becomes a pep rally and the band's coming and the church is coming. And next thing you know, the president says, Hey, you know, these guys are in this graduation. You know what? I'll fly down. I'll fly down. We'll have graduation. We'll all do it. Before you know it, we're in the ballroom. There's over a thousand people. It is packed, it's chaotic, it is unbelievable. They sang the alma mater with a dry eye in the entire house. But our guys are so out of their norm, and I thought, I've blown it. I, I've blown it. I've ruined it for our guys. <laughs> I, I, I'm serious. And I, I was sick. My coach is looking at me sideways like, Coach, you have created a mess. And that, that first drive was our worst drive of the playoff. And we, we didn't line up right. It was, And I thought, I, I've done it. I've coach. We love you. We got to go. Thank you, Coach. And I've never been so happy as to introduce the wrap-up, the end-of-the-year sales event. Folks, we've got 20% off 23 brand-new Ram Heavy Duties. Never been seen before. That's up to $18,000 off sticker. And you have-ton buyers, we've got 24-model Ram 1500s at 